It is a beautiful morning, a beautiful day. It is. This is episode 35 of the Beltway Boys, and we are in year 2021 now, Walker. How are you doing? What is up? How is everybody doing? Especially, Walker, how are you doing? What's going on? Oh, man. Uh, man, just relief. Bro, I, I know you, you didn't get to really watch the, the game yesterday, but it ended in the most 2020 Texans way possible, bro. And we're so, done. We're done. We're I, moving I just, on. I just had to sit there and laugh. Like, of course, the kick doinks into the, the field goal for the win after they got <laughs> bombed with 18 seconds left. I just uh, literally just had one of them psycho laughs. Like, like you're about to have a mental breakdown laugh. <laughs> you laugh to keep from crying, mm-hmm. they say. Laugh now, cry later. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a laugh now, cry later laugh. For sure. And now, I guess... You know, the tears are dried up. We're in the off season now. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, we don't even got to <laughs> talk about last year. And, you know, we're moving on. We got yeah. bright things ahead. 2020 for Houston is, for the Texans is promising, but I think for the whole city. So, Walker, let's just get into it, man. So, the year, the season just ended uh, yesterday for the Texans, ending up with a 4-12 and record. Um they would have had the third overall pick. It went to Miami in the Tunsil trade. Had to throw that in, a little jab there. And um, so our season is done. So the head coach and GM search frenzy, whatever you want to call it, begins. What, uh, where are your thoughts, Walker? Are you excited that the season is finally over? Yeah, I'm just really just happy that Deshaun Watson is out, you know, no harm done, you know, he's, he's healthy. He had he had his statistically the best season of his career. And um, you know, like you said, man, really that's it. That's that's really it. Uh once we were eliminated from the playoffs, hopes it was really just um get out healthy because we didn't have a pick any picks to look forward to. We don't have a pick till the third round. Um so at that point it was it was just about, you know, the health and um getting Deshaun ready for next year. Yeah, I completely agree. There was no real moral victories, but I guess if you could take anyone or any from the season, it was Deshaun Watson coming out healthy, making it out okay. Um, (laughs) We just want him to be ready for next season, you know. And like you said, he had one of his best statistical seasons ever. He led the NFL in passing yards. Come on, so future is bright. We just now we got to get the leader and. uh, the commander in chief at the GM position. Let's uh, let's make those right hires, and I think we'll be all right. This is uh, this is the, like this is the most crucial time in, in mm. Texans franchise history thus far. I feel like um, because I keep saying this, and y'all know I keep saying this, but if you 
look at how his team is going and just the direction you need. We need to find the person. Like he has to be, I saw somebody tweet. I don't know who it was, man, but shout out to them. He has to be Phil Jackson. Like for our Michael Jordan. If not, bro, he's going to end up being uh, uh, Matthew Stafford in, in Detroit, bro. Like, I, seriously, that's my worst fear. Because mm. if you you know Matthew Stafford and thought for how many 5,000-yard seasons? Put like Historical numbers. With nothing, yeah, with nothing to show for it. And hopefully he finally gets a chance to get out of Detroit, man, and hopefully they can um, start over and, and do a whole overhaul. They need to – they need – I don't – I'm guessing it's ownership with that team because they've been horrible for my whole life existence. <laughs> um, you ain't lying. So, but that, that's my biggest fear, man, is that he just plays incredible. And at that, at that point, bro, do the man a solid and, and, and trade him for all you can and let him go, you know, flourish somewhere else and, and, and you just – Take because you get a lot for Deshaun Watson. You you get the somebody's whole yard, you know, whole barn. But you you use those assets or whatever you get from that trade and and and, and start it all over because he don't deserve. He he doesn't deserve to um, be put in a, in a horrible situation that he has, bro. He's too good of a guy, too good of a player. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, this is the most important off season moment for our franchise. And it's, you know, kind of old history now. You know, we're 18 mm-hmm. years in, but um, they they got to get it right because the trajectory of, of this franchise can go either way. It can <laughs> exactly. go on up or down. And when we drafted – the day we drafted Deshaun Watson, our trajectory was just going to go up. It was shooting up. And <sighs> since – it feels like since we drafted Deshaun Watson, we've actually just like – just – flown kind of just yeah. retarded you know just all over yeah. the place and it's uh it's sad because like you said he's a great person great player and we've already had generational talents in this franchise's history wasted wasted their prime years and their careers really and you don't want to do that with the most important position on the football field and quarterback into Deshaun Watson he's a generational talent and I hope that we get this hire right, man. Get it right. I mean, and you say generational talent. We wasted that with J.J. Watt, you know. And God bless that, man. He's he's literally done every and anything that's power for this city, man. And, you know, just appreciate what he's done. And, and you know, hopefully they send him off right. Because uh, mm-hmm. you, you sent me that press conference and anybody who's heard that press conference, it's like, bro, he, he, the writing was on the walls, bro. He doesn't. He he doesn't want to come here unless it's unless they show something. I think to where he 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 will feel things are gonna get back, you know, in line. Like mind you, this is this is a, a one off season with a lot of injuries, a mm-hmm. lot of close games lost, um, super tough schedule. Um, you know, NFL is a tough league, so there's there's a scenario where you know, next year we can be really good and, and, and back stuff back on track. Um, but at the same time, like he's been here for so long, he's done so much, and, and you can just see the frustration and just the 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 disgust he's he's have played in this season. And um, you know, 
if there's an opportunity to either get some good value for him or even if it's even if it's not the greatest value for him, like letting him go um, somewhere where he's happy and has a chance to actually win, bro, he deserves that. And, yeah. he, and, and you know, I would I would wish him well and I'll root for him. Um, yeah. And and it'd probably help us with the caps, you know, getting us more cap space too. But yeah. it's 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 time to put up for. Uh, put up or shut up for for the ownership of the Texans like this this Jack Easterby um involvement needs to end like yeah the whole whatever reports role of, he has uh, yeah the whole reports of Nick Casario um <laughs> they want to interview Nick Casario again um for what like I don't I don't I don't understand. Maybe and maybe you're just doing their due diligence and and, and making sure they s- really find the best candidate. Um, but this sounds like an Easter beat thing, written all over it. Um, so once he's gone, and decisions are made after he's gone, I'll feel. I think I'll feel super confident in 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 where we're headed, and uh, I'm sure we're gonna get into like the the GM and coaches. Um, you know candidates and what we like to see but um I definitely would want to see him gone first before <laughs> I feel comfortable with what decisions they make absolutely and just kind of like what you said with JJ at this point I agree with you I just want what's best for him I don't really care about the value I just yeah. want him to um he, he you know watching him this season he just doesn't seem like he has you know Four more years, you know, I think it's more along the line of two solid years left. Mm-hmm. And I think he needs to do that on a, for sure, contending team, not a team mm-hmm. that's trying to right the ship, you know. So I think he is one player that I think will have a statue outside of NRG one day. What he did for the team, the franchise, and then the city, he's immortalized in Houston. He is oh, a yeah. Houstonian now, so. I think no, no. he he's yeah he's forever he's forever gonna be unless the Sean Watson wins like two Super Bowls or something, mm-hmm. um, which is gonna happen. Maybe Come even on one. <laughs> um, but JJ Watt, it's gonna be hard to, to dethrone JJ Watt um, as the favorite, as the most yeah, as the most beloved like Texan ever, and like most important, he's a three-time defensive. Player of the year, and he, he almost could have won MVP one year. So, there's an argument for it, man. man what well, could have been, but, but so yeah. Right. Now let's get into kind of our our wish list, our head coach wish list, but also in that GM wish list, but also players that you would like to see in a Texan uniform or return uh, next season. So, the floor is yours. Who would who would you like? I guess Walker. See, um, so I think I think I've been pretty um, pretty uh, against the group think as far as like the Eric Bieniemy thing you from have. the get go. I've always kind of, um, and I, I think he's a, a really good coach. But I always wanted them to make sure that they didn't listen to the fans and, and the media um, with their hirings, and they did their you know make sure they 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 did their correct search. Um, but as far as as far as the coaches right now, man, I'd be happy with Bienemy, um, Salah, Ibra Flus, um, 
those are really my top three right now. Uh, even Dayball is, 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 I think I'll put him fourth. Um, I'm kind of warming up. I, I don't know what I have against the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, but um, Dayball has been really impressed. That offense has been really impressive um, and, and kind of seeing what he's done. Um, Arthur Smith, I saw they interviewing him. Um, need to do some more, some more uh, background research on him. Um, the work he's done with Tannehill is obviously super impressive. Yeah. Um, but is that because you have a Hall of Fame running back on your team? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, which takes so much pressure off of Tannehill. Um, you know, I, I just, I just, I, I don't know how, how high I would have him. I think I would put Joe Brady above Arthur Smith. I don't know mm-hmm. what – I don't know why I have this this gut feeling about Joe Brady. And it could, I could be wrong. He could suck. Like, but I don't know if he'll take a head coach job this year or not. But if he if he does, I'll be – I'll definitely be inclined to, like, to want to see how that turns out. Um, I saw a stat that said Carolina Panthers had, like, 2,000-yard – or maybe 3,000-yard players, like, uh, Mike Davis had a thousand yards. DJ Moore had a thousand yards, and uh, Robbie Anderson had a thousand yards. Mm. Yeah, um, and so that you know that's super impressive. That's like some some um, uh, greatest on turf type numbers. Yeah, you know? honestly. Um, so it, it, it's for me, it'd be it'd be uh, those. Those five. I mean, well, actually, Arthur Smith. I wouldn't really put him in there, but I saw their interview on him, so. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like, I'd be a little disappointed, but not super disappointed. I'd still be optimistic. Um, Brandon Staley is another name for the, for the Rams. Is it Brandon Staley? Did I say that right? The Rams defensive coordinator. I know you're talking about, I think it is. I think it's something Staley, but I'll look it Um, up while you describe him. Yeah. And another thing, and he, him, obviously the Rams have been super impressive on defense. They have the number one defense in the league. But you you also have to take into account that they have Aaron Donald, a generational talent, and then Jalen Ramsey, a super monster at corner, maybe the best corner him, you know, top three for sure, for sure um, on that team. So, and it's his first year as a DC. So I, you were right about his name. Yeah, I'm 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 not for me like as with the head coach search right now, like. Scheme is important for sure, but I'm more I'm more into the culture aspect they're bringing. You know what I mean? Like, how 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 much of a leader of men are you? Um, how are you handling like adjustments? You know what I mean? I saw something about Eber Flus um, was is really good at making adjustments. Um, he just seems like a super smart guy. Um, I also read a tweet about how. Um, I guess I don't know if it was in the press conference or what, but um, the head coach of the Frank Wright, Frank Wright, the head coach of the Colts. Yeah, I guess he was asked about the AJ Brown play versus the Texans <laughs> when they got bombed. Just, just man, poor Romeo Cornell. I don't know what's gonna happen with him, but uh, where they got bombed and um. They were kind of they they think they both him and Ibrahim looked at each other and were like what coverage what coverage were they in like how did they allow it to happen you know what mm-hmm. I mean um, and then you and then you think about 
uh, Deshaun Watson talking to Eberflus after the game. I would be really happy with Matt Eberflus getting hired. Um, but yeah, those those are are some of the, some of the the coaches candidates. Um, I'd be cool with. And then a dark horse, dark, my dark horse that I'd be happy with is Joe Brady. Probably I, if I had to pick a favorite, it'd be it'd be between Eberflus and Salah. Maybe leaning maybe leaning more towards Eberflus because of he's been in the division for a couple years. Um, but but yeah, and as far as the GM. I think we said this a long time ago as far as – I didn't even – I'm the fact that they interviewed Ludus Riddick was, was just shocking because um, I never thought that would even be a possibility, but that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. If they can get somebody um, like Lewis Riddick, definitely don't want Nick Casario. Please not. Um, I'm interested in the uh, Malik Boyd from – was that – I don't know if that's his name. I don't know if I got that right. Malik no, Boyd right. from uh, right. from uh, Buffalo. Or Buffalo, I'm definitely yeah. um, intrigued with that one, um, and, and and see who else they get. I think you know um, they can get they can get a competent GM, bro. <laughs> he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to be freaking Izzy Newsom, which that would be crazy if they could get that. But supposedly that's we, who they're trying to get. I hey, I saw a report yeah. that that's who that's their dream. Yeah, I saw that too, but you know. It don't have to be him, bro. And I think if they can just get a, somebody who's not going to trade a DeAndre Hopkins for a second-round pick. Oh, my God. And, and let Clowney walk without getting any good value for him and trade for Larry Tunsil for two firsts and a second. And, um, you know, let let Dwayne Brown go instead of resigning him. It's just somebody who is not just competent, bro, and I think we'll be fine. Like, yeah. and, and as long as Easterby's not here, I think we'll be fine. So. That's where I'm at, man. I think you, you, you got similar thoughts, but I think you're a little, you got some different thoughts too, man. So I will surprise you, Walker. I'm actually leaning more towards defense now. Mm. After seeing what I saw from the game yesterday, I just and seeing how Deshaun Watson had his best year under Tim Kelly, I think this defense to get back on the right track, quick turnaround. They need a defensive-minded guy, man. They need a defensive-minded guy to come in and get that defense right. Because Deshaun, he already showed you, he going to make it work with whoever's out there. So I, I'm leaning towards Eberflus. I like that guy. I like Sala, too, because I feel like Sala would put a great team of coaches Yeah, with D'Amico Ryans and just getting some offensive – Getting a good yeah. offensive coordinator, that shot, that Kyle, you know, that Shanahan system, you know, I would like that. But I still, if if we could pull off the Eric B. Enemy, and I, if if we got Eric B. Enemy, and mm-hmm. he he, you know, he's his package deal is with some great defensive coordinator is going to come along with him, then I'm mm-hmm. all for it. But if we get Eric B. Enemy. And we say keep a Anthony Weaver, or we keep <laughs> Romeo Cornell somewhere, you know, uh, on yeah. our staff. I'm not gonna feel good about that. So Mm-mm. I, I would just, I'm, I'm, I've had more time to kind of simmer on it. I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards the defense now. Uh, I do like Eric Bieniemy, and that's always been my first choice. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it's one A and one B. Yeah. You know, so 
I would say it's out of those three for me is Eric Bieniemy, Robert Sala, and uh, Iberflus, or however you say his name, uh, from the Colts. Those are my three. One of those three, or in my dark horse, would be Dayball. I like Dayball. I think he's yeah. Destined. I like Day- I like Dayball too. Like yeah. He, he's nice. He, he's shown it. And what you always told me, you said how he uh, made Josh Allen look good. I know you ain't a fan of Josh Allen, but he might have turned you into one after this season. Made yeah, man. It's, that's, that's, that's one thing that makes me like, be like, man, if he did that with Josh Allen, that's, 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 that's an interesting tale, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and he also seen – and that's the thing about these coaches. I feel like you, you probably have to maybe – look at some press conferences and stuff and get a feel for or maybe some of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, I know he, I, I think he was at Alabama. I want to say he was at the Patriots too. Um, but I kind of want to know their personality. Like I want to, and we all, everybody knows the Salah personality. Everybody knows the BNME personality. Um, but we don't know. Um, I don't know much about Iberflus. Um, or other than uh, our, Exactly, our day ball. Other Iberflu seems very like um, calculated to me. Mm. You know what I mean? He seems like he's very game plan and, and scheme. Those are more his his stronger benefits than maybe being a motivator and setting a certain type of culture. And um, I don't I don't know if you heard Deshaun Watson. I don't know if it was his exit interview today or mm-hmm. if it was after the game yesterday, but he basically said, there's no culture here. There's oh, yeah. He said, yeah, he was like, straight up said it. it. He mm-hmm. was like, yeah, he was like, there's no, it's no, you know, it's no hiding it. Like, he was like, there's no, there's no culture set here. Let me, I like and, the tweet. I'll, just, I'll tell you. Yeah. And he, you know, he's so good at, he's been, a, he's been in these winning programs with Clemson in his high school. Like, he's just a winner. Like he said on his press conference, he was like, I've never, Somebody asked him, like, how did you feel, like, walking out the field? He's like, I don't really know how to feel. Like, I've never not been on a – taking my team to the playoffs, you know? And that's that harsh reality of that NFL. Um, it'll humble you. But mm-hmm. he was like, I've never – he's like, my freshman year at Clemson, maybe. Um, and he was like, that's it, though. And then he was like, the year I was hurt here. But I was like, he's like, as a full-time starter, I never not made the playoffs, so. That's so. That's one thing, man. Like, it sucked that he had to play all these reps, like the late the season reps. But it's only going to polish him so much, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only exciting thing because he's only going to like the game's only going to get like super slow for him. Like, he's going to know everything that happens. Like on Madden, um, they got this ability called Omaha, which is basically mm-hmm. like this Peyton Manning ability, and you can see the coverage. Like after you throw so many passes in a row. Um, you can see the coverage the defensive end, and that's what that's where Aaron Rodgers is at right now. You know what I'm saying? That's where Drew Brees is at, Tom Brady. The great ones. Yeah, because they've seen – they've been playing for, what, 13, 14, 15 years. They've seen everything you can do. You know what I mean? And that's where Deshaun and, and Mahomes and Allen are, are getting to. Like, they, they're coming to the point where even when you're playing on our dynasty where we got rookie quarterbacks, you play – so many snaps and you can unlock certain traits. So mm-hmm. they're getting to that point where they play so many snaps. Like, I don't know if you remember this play where he was, uh, he was like, the was like smiling. 
I don't know. If, oh, you didn't watch the game. But there was this play where he was, like, smiling, like, as if, like, <laughs> like I know it's about to come, like, and, and, he, and like, he smiled, like, the defense sees him smiling, like, and, as, of course, as soon as he hikes it, bro, they blitz him and he gets the ball out quick, um, quick <laughs> out route to Brandon Cooks. So it's stuff like that where that's only going to come more constant for him. Like, mm-hmm. he's playing so many reps now where it's going to be scary for people, but you got to help him out. Like, give Please, him a Lord. Like, he, we, he, they were in eight uh, one-score games this year. A lot. Eight one-score games. And he like, kept us in all those games. So, but, yeah, man, what was the tweet that you – So, the tweet is from Aaron Reese of The Athletic, and he covers the Texans. And I guess it came from today because he tweeted it four hours ago. Texans need a culture shift. There's too many different minds, too many people that think they have this power, and it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's talking about a young Jack Easterby. And I would even throw in uh, uh, Jamie Roots. Mm. I would throw Jamie Roots in there. I know you said he's not that big of a priority to you or a problem to you. I think Jamie Roots is a problem. I think him and Jack (laughs) Easterby, I think him and Jack Easterby got to go. Jamie Roots. You say Jamie Roots too, huh? If Jamie Roots stays, that's fine. But I think he's somebody that needs to know where he fits in in this organization. Yeah, he's never really been in the football side. He's he's been more the business side, like the the you know, like the stadium, the marketing. Like he's over all that type of stuff. But you say you don't you ain't messing with him, huh? I ain't messing with him. I feel like he's a snake <laughs> in the snake in the grass too, and I know that might uh, prevent me from maybe getting certain career opportunities in the future. Oh, but man, <laughs> I really I don't trust him. That man wrote a book about how great of a leader he is during <laughs> one of the worst seasons in franchise history. Yeah. Idiot. Mm. And I, I don't trust him and I definitely don't trust Jackie's to be, but um, yeah, that I think that's what we need. So when we talk about culture I, and you were talking about Eberflus and Dayball, we don't know them. We don't, we don't, Really, mm-hmm. we haven't heard many do some more research. We got to do more research. But when you listen to Eric Bieniemy press conference, you feel that. Mm-hmm. When you listen mm-hmm. to a Robert Solid talk, you feel that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, it's either one. And their them. players stand by them. And that's true too. And I, so I've that's heard, a big tale, yeah. And that's a huge tale. And I, I've heard Stefan Diggs talk about Dayball. How he was mm. like, I don't want to give too much information about him because I like him and I want him to stay. That's what he said. Iberfus, his defensive players rave about him. So, I mean, we're just going off of what his player, their players say. Then mm-hmm. they're speaking, and loudly. that's that's a that's a thing too. Like the reports of the Falcons that uh, are interviewing Salah and a enemy. Mm. I want to say I saw somebody else interviewing Salah and enemy. And I was just like, that, that was just really weird to me. Maybe it's a scheduling conflict um, and they have to do it in a certain order. But I was like, we're, how are we not one of the first teams to jump out interview them. those two? Um, it's kind of embarrassing, honestly. It's a, it, it just made me think, like, maybe that's not who they're targeting. Like, maybe, maybe the people they're interviewing right now first are who they're actually targeting. But who knows? Because they've already interviewed Caldwell and Marvin Lewis. Um, 
But I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, what do you think will happen first? A head coach will get hired by them or a GM? I think a GM. I think a GM, just naturally. I think because I think if they're going to Eric Bieniemy or uh, Iberflus, they're still playing in the playoffs. So I don't think, out of respect for the their teams that they're currently on, I don't think they would announce it yet. So I, I just feel like naturally a GM, and especially if it's Eric Bieniemy, I feel like they're going to the Super Bowl. So that might have to be drawn out anyways, you know? So I see. I saw Lewis Riddick tweet out uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. with the fire emoji. Yeah, I, I just – I just like Lewis Riddick, and I think he's a straight shooter, at least on TV, to where I would – I feel like that's what we need, man, somebody who's, who's not going to sugarcoat it, man. Yeah, we, we – Tell Cal – tell Cal the real, because I feel like there's a lot of yes people around Cal telling him what they think he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. So we'll see my – now – We've talked about GMs and head coaches, and I think we've laid it out pretty much who we want, at least the top five. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some players, whether it be the draft, free agency, or re-signing our own players, what are some players that you would like to be in a Texan uniform next season? Um, I think um, this is is, is, – for me, obviously I've been big on the the Allen Robinson – um, train mm-hmm. uh, I, and for that to happen I don't think you can resign I don't think you'd be able to resign real, real fully um, so that's where I'm torn um, I think I think first and foremost I, I think if I was a GM for the Texans I would try to resign Will Fuller yep. um, just, just from the fact that Deshaun wants him um, and they have a great rapport um, and then uh, I guess try to I don't know do do the Rockets and, and try to find a Christian Wood player who who is who is a late bloomer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a big body receiver who's a late bloomer, um, or maybe try to draft one. I don't know. But I think definitely I would. I think I would definitely try to resign Will Fuller to a deal. And I don't think you'd have to sign him to a super crazy deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he knows that um, Allen Robinson will be the 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 main target for for I think in 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 Godwin, but I think the Bucks will resign Godwin. But I don't think Will Fuller will be the highest paid receiver that gets signed this year unless somebody's just infatuated with him and yeah. you know they want to <laughs> they want to throw the throw the house at him. Um, so yeah, I definitely do that. I definitely would try to trade JJ Watt. Um, I'm cutting David Johnson. God bless him. He's a good guy, and and maybe if he wants to come back for like a a, a cheaper deal, then then I would be mad at that. Um, I wouldn't want him as my starting running back, though. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I'm definitely, and you know, you've seen from my my mock drafts. I definitely am looking to draft a running back. Or yeah. Or find a free agent running back, but more so draft one. Um, I think there's some depth, uh, and we've seen you know late round rookies come in and and produce. And James Robinson, Antonio Gibson, perfect uh, examples. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor was a second round pick this year. He went off. 
Um, you know, so it, it's opportunities and there's running backs in this draft who I think um, can make a dip. Trey Sermon, he could be a dark horse uh, running back. He, he's played really well this season. I don't see Najee Harris or Travis Etienne falling, um, mm-hmm. but Chuba Hubbard, his stock is kind of falling. Um, you got Javante Williams from UNC, mm-hmm. um, and and I think uh, the other running back Carter. Like they got UNC had two really good running backs, but Javante Williams was the, was the was the one, and he'd be nasty with 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 our offense. Uh, I think Kenneth, Kenneth Gainwell from. Um, Memphis, I don't think he played this year. He set out, but if you go watch his tape, man, he and Memphis running backs have been doing well in the NFL lately. Um, mm-hmm. um, who else? Tylen Wallace. And if y'all, if y'all are interested in doing like mock drafts or anything like that, man, obviously you have the draft. The draft network mock draft um, has been holding down for years. You put me onto that one, but I just found the PFF um, Pro Football Focus. Um, mock draft, and I've, I've I've actually been liking that a little more. You play with the settings. Um, you can um, ran like you randomize the drafts. Mm-hmm. Like you can add more or less of that. You can have teams want to draft on more needs or are more value. Um, so it kind of makes it more realistic. Um, but yeah, from those drafts I've been doing, Tylen Wallace has been available. I really think he'd be a sneaky good um, late round receiver who who he can go, bro. Like, he, him at Oklahoma State last year before he got hurt, he was a monster. Um, I think that's somebody who I would look at taking. Um, but my draft crush right now, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, my draft crush, man. Um, and, you know, me and you, we're, that's our thing. Um, I think a lot of real sports, like, geeks, nerds for football, like, the draft is where people get like nerdy for it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's our That's season. Like, man, I could be a scout. I could do this. Yep, like, yep. um, and kind of seeing our players pan out and other teams, you're like, man, I knew so-and-so was good. Um, but my Jay Harris from Cincinnati is somebody who um, I've been checking out. He's, he's, he's like long athletic um, edge rusher. Um, he made some plays in the Georgia game. Um, I think he's a late this this draft doesn't have like that Chase Young or Miles mm-hmm. Garrett, you know, they don't have that difference maker that Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa. But they have some people who I think if you wait later in the draft, which we have to, um, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. You'll get some some really good value. And um, you know, we have a third round pick that's gonna be higher. It's gonna be like a late second. Um so there's there's gonna be somebody who falls to us for whatever reason. Um, you just have to have made the good choice of, of picking the right person. But he's definitely somebody who's who's for the drafts I've been doing is a is a is a third, you know, fourth round pick. And um I think he could be somebody who you could um reminds me of like an Alden Smith. Mm. That's who yeah, that's who he reminds me of, type Damn. of player. Yeah, just long and, and, and uses length well um, when rushing. And I've been trying to get more into the, the pass rushers because we suck at, like, we suck at, like, pass rushing um, and just, just helping out our secondary. Our secondary is horrible, yeah. for sure. Um, and another, Paulson Adebo, Ad- Adebo? I don't know if I'm saying Paulson Adebo from Adebo? Stanford. 
Yeah, corner. From Stanford. Corner. He, plays, right. he plays super well, I think, last year. And I don't know if he played this year or not, um, if he set out or not. But he was somebody who last year I was looking at. Elijah Molden was somebody who last year I was looking at. He didn't come out. Um, our corners that I think, um, especially if we get Eberflus, because I feel like the I feel Man. like the Colts run a lot of cover two, so you don't have to be so like twitchy and um, athletic to cover these corners. You just need to be tough and and, and play well in, in in zone and make good tackles. Um, I think I think those are the type of corners who would who would make waves if. If uh, we get somebody like an Ibraflus, and maybe even a Salah, because Salah is 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 a zone, is a zone type of, uh, and let his his forefront um, defenders get after you. Um, but yeah, those are some names I think you know, I would have people look into: um, Maje Sanders, Tylen Wallace, uh, Kenneth Gain. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of. It's a lot of prospects. You really got to do some due diligence on, man. I think that's really where we've struggled, too, in our past drafts of not finding the right players in the, in those third and Later second. And, yeah. Yeah, man. My Jay Sanders, guys, that's my that's my draft crush, man. If he ends up being a pro <laughs> bowler, I'm going to be like – You heard it here first. Yeah. You heard it here first. I uh, I, I agree with you. I, I want to keep – I want to keep Will Fuller. I, I just read another tweet where uh, – a reporter said Deshaun Watson said he spoke with Will Fuller this AM in the parking lot and he reiterated that he wants Will Fuller back. Um, I think you got to make Deshaun Watson happy. Uh, so bring his guy back, trade JJ Watt, cut any player that is not living up to his high paying contract, which would be a David Johnson, could be a Zach Fulton, could be a Nick Martin. Could be a Whitney Merciless, and see, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not really on the, I'm not as much of a hater of Nick Martin. Like, he's actually, I've actually warmed up to him. He's I locked. think, uh, I think a lot to has to do with that coaching with Nick Martin and, and some of those other linemen because they've invested true. too, they've invested so much in that line, they can't be that bad. Um, Mike Devlin has is, is never really been hit. Our line has never been good since he's been here. Yeah. Ever. And before that, we never they were, really had off. Yeah, we, we never had, had offensive line problems, bro. Gary Kubiak was a good like coach. When Kubiak, when Kubiak got here, we never had offensive line cards. So I think I think I think the coach um would would help out a lot with that. But but yeah. I agree with the merciless. I think merciless cap hit might really hurt us, but he got to go. I'm sorry. Well, I'm tired. Go. Uh, he, 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 he's, he's not a help to your team anymore. He costs too much money, but cost too much you money. signed him to, to that contract. So you got to live with it. So I, I agree with the O-line thing. That's a good point. Cause I think if we bring in good coaching, we could see Max Sharping look good again. We could see Nick Martin live up to the contract. I always thought Zach Fulton was a better center than a guard just from his preseason games that I, I remember watching him at playing yeah. center, but um, I'd be okay with them choosing one or the other. If, if you mm-hmm. like Nick Martin, then get rid of Zach Fulton and put a beefy guard next to him. Like yeah. A, Zach Fulton is, is, is definitely somebody who I, he looks I, like a center. He, yeah. Got a center body, but I like Deontay Brown guard from Alabama. He's a big boy. We need we need a beefy O line. Let's get some big guys, some bodyguards. 
and that interior and let's keep Deshaun upright. There was a lot of times pressure was coming straight up the middle from bad guard play, bad, you know, tackle to guard switching. Uh, but we'll see as far yeah, as you're right. They ran a lot of stunts on this and they it worked. They could, mm-hmm, and they didn't stop. Once they knew it worked, they just kept on keeping on. Bad coaching, bro. Bad coaching. We never adjusted to it. Um, as far as the draft goes, I, I like, um, I kind of like our wide receivers. So I would probably draft a wide receiver late, like a Marquise Stevenson. Uh, from mm-hmm. U of H. He's a blazing speed guy. He does get hurt. He just tore his ACL, so you might be able to get him in the sixth or seventh round or maybe even undrafted. He's a blazer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Tutu Atwell from mm-hmm. Louisville. I I mentioned him to Texans Thoughts, and he compared him to Kiki QT. I don't know if I really get that. I get more of like a McCall Hardman um, Vibe from Tutu I like Atwell. I like Tutu Atwell. I think I sent you his his highlights. Yeah, one you time. were the, you were the first person to introduce uh, me. To him. Yeah, he he's 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 definitely shifty and um, he's fast. He's fast, bro. And and Kuti is I think Kit Kuti's more shifty than fat. I don't think I, yeah. I don't know what he ran in his forty, but I don't think he's like a super blazer. He just he's very, a perfect slot receiver. He's very jitterbug, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he gonna juke you in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. And then I like what you were mentioning earlier, like a big body wide receiver. We we like Justin Ross. We've drafted oh, him plenty of yeah, times bro. in our mock drafts. I he is about somebody. Him. He is somebody who could possibly fall. Um because I think he set out this year because of a neck injury. So that's kind of yeah. a serious injury. Um, but it does seem like he's gonna be able to uh play in the NFL. So and that was that's late. exactly what that's exactly what I was thinking about. Like when I said a Christian Wood type of like a hidden gem, mm-hmm. he he would be like I was thinking more so somebody in NFL, but um, but yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like that person who we would get for he's worth you know what I mean. We got him for he's worth more than what we got him for. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh for sure. Um, I definitely could see him coming out and just. Justin Ross, like, how do people forget about Justin Ross? And, like, having Deshaun, like, just that's – Deshaun thrives, and he's so good at those high, like, touch passes to, mm-hmm. to bigger mm-hmm. – since college. Since like, Mike Williams. Yeah. His, that's his – Jordan Leggett. Tied in, yeah. Even even Hop, like, he knew he could throw mm-hmm. 50-50 balls to Hop, you know. So, yeah, man, that would be that'll be that'll be super, super steel, I think. Keep that uh, Clemson tradition going. Um, and then as far as free agents, I d- I'm not too familiar with all the people that are completely out there. Free agency can change. There's some players that might look like they're going to free agency, but resign. There's some players that could be end up being surprise cuts. So as free agency stands right now, there's certain names that you know for sure are going to hit the market. Um, Jadavian Clowney, he's a player that I would like for him to mm. come back. If J.J. Watt's going to leave, if J.J. Watt's going to leave, then he could kind of be, you know, the leader of the front seven. Um, he had good moments here. I think he was valued here. I just – I don't know if we could have paid him. Bill O'Brien should have paid him. I think it was Bill O'Brien, honestly. We got rid of Bill O'Brien. Clown to come on mm-hmm. back. We'll, we'll give you a decent contract. Or if you want another one-year prove-it deal. He still lives out here. 
Is he hurt? Yes, he's hurt. Tennessee, mm. he ain't really done nothing with Tennessee. So nope. they're not going to resign him. So it's either come back home where we definitely miss you. Where the money resides. Where the money <laughs> resides. Where the money resides. Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. But uh, <laughs> So Clowney's a player I would like to see. Asan Reddick, I don't know if he's going to hit free agency, but he is a free agent. I feel like the cards might try and franchise tag him, mm-hmm. lock him up. He, he went off towards the end of the year. Um, corners, safeties. You know, we we need all the help we can get. So uh William Jackson the third. William Jackson the third, a Houston native. U of H, yeah. You know? I would love to bring him back. Uh Gary on Conley, I would love for them to re-sign him. Oh yeah, me too. I would love for them to re-sign Terrell Adams. Trade He's trade. a free agent? Yeah, he's a free agent. Dang. Resign him. Trade B Mac. Re resign Pharaoh Brown, tight end. Get rid of Darren Fells, please, for the mm-hmm. love of God. Keep, trade Randall Cobb. He don't want to be here. Let him go back to Green Bay. <laughs> Why do yeah. you say he don't want to be here? He just I, – I don't think he want to be here, man. I don't think he want to be here. And, honestly, I don't want him to be here. So, that's really where – Yeah, I mean, I don't either because that, that would save us more cap room too. Save us plenty of cap room. And then allow Kiki QT to be our main slot guy. Um, and 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 I think I saw that when Texas Thoughts was like he's similar to Kiki. I'm not. I'm not like I like I like Kiki a lot, and I think he's he's had a chance to keep growing. But I'm not somebody who feels like you can't get better there. Like, oh for sure. If we can get a, a I think Isaiah McKenzie is a is a free agent um, from Buffalo, mm-hmm. and Dayball comes here. Like you wouldn't want him coming here like I'm pretty sure Isaiah McKenzie I think he played at Georgia um he was super fast at Georgia like uh if you can get a Curtis Samuel instead of Kiki Kuti like Deshaun gonna find that slot receiver too like he gonna find a big tight end who we can throw to he gonna find a big receiver he can throw to he gonna find that slot receiver when he needs somebody like open so just because we have Kuti and he's still developing I don't mean you can't bring somebody in for some competition. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I completely agree with that. And then uh, linebacker. I feel like linebackers and running backs are kind of the same. One's just defense, one's offense. Their yeah. shelf value, unless you're a really great one, you can play into your 30s like a Ray Lewis, you know. But mm-hmm. their shelf life kind of – they're always contact, contact, contact. So I feel like they're kind of like running backs. The wear and tear kind of catches up to them. Yeah. I, I would love a young stud linebacker via the draft or maybe find like one of those gyms, you know, that finally develops into something. Mm-hmm. But One of them small school linebackers. Who yeah. There's a linebacker more. that I keep drafting. He was used as linebacker, edge rusher, safety. Um, his name's Amari uh, Grainer from Florida State, mm-hmm. or Gainer. I might be wrong, but I know it's Amari. Uh, put him at linebacker. Put him at linebacker. He's freaking athletic. He's, I think they recruited him as a safety, and mm-hmm. then teach him middle linebacker, maybe redshirt him for a year, and then he could be our young, speedy, you know, new-age linebacker. Because I like Zach Cunningham. I like Terrell Adams, but um, I don't know. I don't know if Zach Cunningham needs some coaching. 
he needs some he coaching. Needs, he needs he needs or right, he needs to be put in a system to where he maybe it's just coaching. Yeah, it might just be coaching because he has be all coaching. those tackles. But for what? Because I feel like he's he gets out of position and it and a it lot. really hurts us. I feel like that's something that happens a lot where he he gets he goes like trying to trying to shoot one gap and then the running back like goes to the other one and it just goes off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And maybe he had help because he had linemen in front of him who helped him out before, but um, he, I don't know. He can't I, really I, cover. I, yeah, he's not the greatest cover guy, which I thought he was supposed to be. He just makes a lot of tackles. That's it. And you see he didn't get voted to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I think people just voted for him because you know how like on the Pro Bowl voting, like they would put the people like with the best stats on the first couple mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. That's why people were voting for him. But they didn't he didn't get he didn't get into the Pro Bowl and he's leading the league in tackles. But so is Tyrell Adams. Cause ain't nobody tackling making stops up front. Um <laughs> Honestly. You know, it ain't like they're making side to sideline to sideline tackles where they're just chasing this no, they're just they're catching people because the stuff the up front lineman ain't doing it. But I'm I is that Cunningham on my radar, man? People are like, who are some young people you would keep? Shoot, if somebody want Cunningham for a good price, I'd send him his way too. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, for real, man. Straight up, ain't like ain't like we had we had what the second worst run defense in the league. Oh yeah. Oh. Bad bad run defense, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Bad run defense, and we couldn't run the ball on offense. <laughs> that's my biggest – besides coaching GM, who we already mentioned, that's my biggest wish for this offseason. Get better in the trenches. Cause pass yeah. rush and move the line. Like, we do not have that. Like you see, And you see um... – Either side, like – yeah, you see, uh, the Colts wouldn't have got DeForest Buckner for a first round pick, and he turned out um, pretty damn good for him. Hey, that that um, Chris Ballard, he's a good, he's a nasty guy, bro. He's he's a good <laughs> he, GM. He's smooth with he it. He came bro. in there and, and and he set it off, bro. He's smooth um, with it. So hopefully, I think Ed, Ed is it Ed Dodds who's there. People were are interviewing him for a gym spot. I think so. I think so. And I know we are interviewing somebody from Baltimore, too. Oh, yeah, some researcher guy. I really hope, I really hope two years from now or a season from now, because this is our only offseason besides the last offseason without a first-round draft pick. Like, next year, we have all our yeah. picks again. It's back mm-hmm. to normal. I really hope that somehow we get, like, how the Jacksonville – or Miami, how they got all these picks. And, like, Miami's got all these picks, and they're mm-hmm. good, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're just building, like, bro, they might get the best defensive player, and they already got a good defense. You know, they mm-hmm. might get Michael Parsons, linebacker from Penn State, mm-hmm. and, you know, be fucking legit. Or they might get the best left tackle in the draft. You yeah. know? They could trade back and get more picks. You know, like it's just for somebody. Yeah, if a team wants, let's say, if team wants Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, they're in the perfect position. They have to give up a first. Mm. They have to give up a first to to get to that spot. Couple first, maybe. Maybe, yeah. That's the thing. This draft ain't really like, you know, like you said, Chase Young. You don't have that transcendent transcendent defensive talent. But this is the draft it's of quarterbacks. Quarter- yeah, it's some quarterbacks and. um 
and next year I was looking at the quarterback class for next year and it's gonna have to be some somebody come out of the blue because as right now it's like Sam Hall from UNC and he he don't seem like he much better than Mitch Trubisky <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? So Straight up. who's um, gonna show out? You don't yeah, you don't wanna be looking for a quarterback next next year. You do not. I haven't I'm trying to think of like quarterbacks who are sophomores right now, I guess, are are the um, Texas you know, QB. Gonna, What's his name? Oh, Casey Thompson. I feel like Texas is about to show out next year, bro. Yeah, now see, that's what I'm saying. Like, you would have to, somebody would have to, like, emerge, um, you know, but you don't, that's an unknown. But, yeah, that, that, that Casey Thompson, he definitely balled out um, when he played. But that's interesting. We'll see. I'm I'm not the biggest UT fan. Like I don't know like all their players. I'm a I'm a big UT fan, man. I've I've been a big UT fan since since Vince Young. Since my boy, uh, since Vince Young went there, and I I was a fan of him in high school at Madison, and then my boy Fozzie went there. Um, we played with him in high school. That's when I really was like, yeah, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just root for UT. So I'm a I'm a UT fan, man. I'm a, a Texas State fan. I feel like Sam, and the reason why I said that. I feel like this Thompson dude is going to really ball out because from the videos and clips I've seen, he can really throw. I feel Man, like Sam Ellinger – I feel like Sam Ellinger wasn't – I feel like he was more like a running quarterback than – He was like more a, like a Tebow. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was more – I think he throws better than Tebow, but, yeah, he was similar to like a Tebow type He's of like QB. So, I think, um, I think Texas could really like – if this Thompson kid is what you know, those videos were circulating on the and web. If, yeah, and if Sark and if Sark can like put him, you know, in a in a position to, to you know they're gonna to get let those let those receivers, yeah, receivers go off. Um, yeah, but you know there's gonna be some Alabama kids who are gonna transfer to Texas oh, now. You know that? I think so. Oh, for sure. You think probably the you know how Alabama you always see those pictures where it's like. Four running backs, five running mm-hmm. backs, and oh, yeah. all of them in their league. They had Kamara at one point, TJ Yeldon. Oh, yeah. I feel Deion like Drake. I could see somebody like that, you know, who's not going to get playing time right away, maybe could get that at Texas with Sarkeesian. Mm-hmm. So I think Texas is going to surprise a lot of people, man. Hopefully. And that's Hopefully. funny you mentioned Alabama, like him leaving, because uh, apparently O'Brien is, is – uh, is in a position or is getting interviewed to be offensive coordinator for them. As a LSU fan, I <laughs> I hope it because Bill O'Brien ruins uh, organization. So Alabama, good luck if that's Bro, the that direction would be the you go. Of Alabama, oh my gosh, I pray they do that because that would. Uh, I would just sit there and watch them crumble, bro. That would probably be the end of the of an era. As, as Imagine soon as they hired him. Could imagine, you imagine the storylines. <laughs> oh my God! Imagine Bill O'Brien sitting in a living room trying to get a recruit, and oh. that recruit knows a Bill O'Brien because yeah. of the stupid stuff that he's done in the <laughs> NFL. Like, come yeah. on, man! I'm, yeah, that'd be. And Adam Gaze—they were interviewing Adam Gaze too. I think that's probably who it's going to be because they said he used to be an intern for Saban at Michigan State. Man, so, that's, that, that's stupid either way, if you ask me. Either way, but. <laughs> For our comic <laughs> relief, I would yeah, love to man. see Bill O'Brien in the SEC. Bill O'Brien. Him and Nick Saban would be yelling at each other all the fucking oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Chef's kiss, please. Give it so, to me. 
with that being said, you think O'Brien's going to try like parlay this into another college gig or an NFL gig? I think he has to uh, fix his image. And I don't think he could have gotten an NFL job after what he's done with the Texans. Mm-hmm. So I think he's trying to just lay low, get a good coaching <laughs> job, learn under Nick Saban. Good guy to learn from. <laughs> if I was Bill O'Brien, I would never touch feet or step foot on for an NFL team ever again. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would just I would go to Stay college. I would go to college because I think it fits him better because he he um I don't think NFL players believe him. Mm. And Deshaun Watson's still young and he's such a nice guy, like wanting to keep Tim Kelly. He gave him and, Yeah, yeah and like he he wants to keep everybody on a team. Like he just he just he's just a positive person and he wants the people who I guess brought him in. He wants to do good by him, but I don't think I don't think NFL players will buy into the Bill O'Brien like person. I think Never college again. kids I think college kids would have no um, choice. Exactly. You know, he could he could definitely instill his team mantra into them and smart to depend on and it probably would work in college actually. Like he probably would have some 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 success in college, but um, I pray he does get a head coaching job. So somebody was saying, man, I thought UT was gonna hire him. Oh my god! Oh, can you imagine Could Landry you imagine? Locker? Landry Locker <laughs> would go crazy because that's his oh, team, right? Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh, he would hate it. He would hate it so much. That'd be funny for us. Oh yeah, pure entertainment. Well, I'm a Texan fan. I'm a Texas fan too, but not as much as Locker uh, <laughs> and 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 other diehard Texas. I just <laughs> You know, I like to watch him, but yeah, that would suck if he if he ended up coaching Texas. I could see him going to uh, um, Ohio State, Notre Dame. He only gonna take the best, best biggest jobs. Yeah, no, he ain't gonna sure. take no no mid level. He's only gonna take the the um, what's another? I could see him at a Midwest school or a USC. You know what I mean? He only gonna take one of those bigger jobs. Hello, Brian, man. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad this season <laughs> is done. I'm glad we're moving on. We're talking about positive things, wishful thinking. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But we've already given kind of our hopes and our wish list for coaches and players and what we hope the Texans will do. And we're going to be covering it all throughout the offseason going into the next season. This is officially season three of the Beltway Boys. We're 35 episodes in, Walker. We just mm-hmm. finished season two of covering, you know, Houston sports, especially the Texans. And now we got positive things to look ahead. But I want to still talk about another Houston team is uh, the Houston Rockets. They've been looking pretty, pretty decent. And I know last episode we was talking about the James Harden trade. The season hasn't started yet. Well, now the season has started. And James Harden is playing with the Rockets, and the Rockets are looking good. Christian Wood, shout out to Christian Wood, shout out to John Wall coming back from an Achilles looking good. And then mm-hmm. Steven Silas is looking pretty good as a first-year head coach. I'm rooting for him. We're rooting for him. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Rockets so far from what you've seen? Um, I, I, like, what I, I like what I've seen, man. I, I um. It it gives me a lot of optimism for sure. Um, I I I didn't know what to expect really 
it's with all the dysfunction that was happening in the beginning of the season. But um, seeing the way Christian Wood has played, it's just like, man, how were we the how were we the team that got him? Like, yeah, how did we get so? He should have been on a team that had all the cap space in the world. Um, and seeing John Wall like lock in and play defense, I think I think give them some time um, to jail. Uh, and, and we're gonna have we'll, we'll have something here. Um, I don't know if we talked before about you know the reports of the Celtics wanting to trade for James Harden, um, Jalen Brown in that trade, which is that's the one. Which would be a, like I think it would be a good trade on both parties. You know what I mean? Um, especially seeing the way Jalen Brown has like emerged this year, Bruh, they might emerged. not want to trade him anymore. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, stupid Rockets, man. They should have. They that's something they should have probably did before the season. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know if James Harden is still going to get traded. What are you thinking? Because so, yeah. What were you gonna say, real quick? I just haven't been hearing like reports about her, like teams and quiet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I think I still think he's going to get traded. I still think they should trade him. I don't care. Yeah, I, yeah, I still think they should trade him too. I think they should trade him because if he now buys in, okay. The only way I'm willing to accept him staying here is if he signs an extension. If he says, "Oh, I don't want to be traded anymore," but doesn't then sign trade it. his butt. <laughs> yes, if he if he doesn't sign an extension, but doesn't want to be traded, then his trade value just goes down every year. Mm-hmm. He only has two years left on his contract, so he doesn't get traded this season. He has one year left on his contract. Why would a team trade all the assets that they would have to trade us for him mm-hmm. if they could just wait one more season and he'll mm-hmm. be a free agent? So. I think, I think at this point, for the franchise standpoint, I think he has to be traded. Um, Jalen Brown, I would love that trade, but as the longer we wait, it's looking more unlikely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, but that's the thing. If Harden keeps playing well, does his value keep going up? Maybe for certain teams, but Jalen Brown is playing really well. So uh, that trade Sixers kind of are playing well too. Sixers are playing well. Ben Simmons is doing just fine. The Nets, they don't look like they need Harden. They lost yesterday, but mm-hmm. but you know, they they would be foolish to give up all, you know, their depth for a guy who, you know, might be there two years with Kyrie, mm-hmm. Kyrie and KD. Um I don't know what we do at I like I said, I, I think he'll be traded. I think we should trade him, but it, the longer it takes, or the longer we go into the season, it could be more unlikely that it happens. I think a dark horse uh, would be the Kings for Bagley. Um, no, for uh, for picks. Oh, for picks, Halliburton. On the floor, that game. You like Halliburton. I like Halliburton, bro. You like. Him. 
he uh he's just mad like the, he's he got so many steals and was just so disruptive and he just he was just tough making plays making shots like um and a rookie for it and he's a rookie so you get a you get a young piece back him Halliburton um I need and I need um my boy from Oklahoma Buddy Hill mm. Halliburton Buddy Hill um and and two three first rounders. I guess maybe I don't know what the contracts are looking like. Gets whatever to make the contracts work, and I, I would do that because I think if you get a Buddy Hill, John Wall, Christian Wood, Buddy Hill is almost automatic from the three. So mm-hmm. I I wouldn't be mad at that trade. And I really feel like the way the Rockets been playing, and the Kings they, are not playing bad, so you know they might want to make that push. You know. They're not. I just feel like Bagley would be a part of that somehow because he has not been playing. He has not been playing good. Like, Where would you put him at, though? I don't know. You have two towers. You have him and Woods out there at the same time. Because Bagley, I don't. He does shoot a little bit, but I don't know. He's in, he's a weird type of player. I don't. I don't really remember a player like him. He's like a left-handed poster, skinny post guy, but yeah. Mm-mm. I think I like the Kings. That that could be a dark horse. Um, I like uh, Anthony Edwards. Oh yeah, you Timberwolves. Mentioned I mentioned that uh, Wiseman. That could be somebody we could get. You know, pair him with mm-hmm. Woods. Uh, we'll see, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be a desperate team out there that wants to make the playoffs, that has to make the playoffs, that's willing to give up something for it. So we'll see. But I think I think it might take a little more time. I, I always said I think it's going to be around the trade deadline. That's when I think it'll be. I mean, man. Denver is another team. Would you like Michael Porter Jr.? Oh, heck yeah. I would oh, like yeah. that. I would like that. I'm a big Michael Porter Jr. fan. Um. I don't know if I don't know how interested teams are. Yeah, that's the thing that they feel like they, they, they're that's like people are just gonna wait till it's trade. Like they can they can give less for him. That's the only thing now. Yep. You know, it's true. The, when they when they realize oh we can we can give up this and get him, then that's when you start getting the offers. But I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I do. I don't know if I, I I wouldn't trade him until unless I got what equal value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm keeping him. I do feel let like let him let him play. Even if even if it's letting him play his two seasons and he leaves, damn, F it, damn, yeah, damn, mm-hmm. shit. Because I mean, at least even even he'd be thirty four. Like they, they play. Yeah, he he'd be thirty four. He's he's gonna be fine, bro. He's gonna be he's gonna be fine at least to well, how old is LeBron? Dang, can he be thirty four? His game is so non athletic that I don't think he would <laughs> you know he could probably play to his late thirties. Play he could play um, you know, to like thirty six, thirty seven and and still average at least twenty, I think. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I, I let him just play and like you said, like teams are gonna want him now as opposed to then. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, I I need I need a good yeah. I'll be happy with Michael Porter, Buddy Hill, 
Halliburton, um, Jalen Brown. Um, I, I really, I really feel like the way our team's constructed with the players that we got, if Cousins and Wall stay healthy, I feel like if you trade hard and you replace them with a Brown, Jalen Brown, or Michael oh, Porter, yeah. or hit, I feel like we really ain't going to miss that much of a beat, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Oh, no. Like, he do give us a lot of scoring, but I, I just feel like our offense might be more efficient. Our defense is going to be stout, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. I think Jalen Brown does play good defense. He plays great defense. I don't know about Heald. But Jalen um, Brown's playing so good that we might end up be talking about Jason Tatum coming to the Rockets instead of Jalen mm-hmm. Brown. He been he been balling this year. Like. Oh yeah, he has. Like that's what I seen. I've seen those stories too. Like is is Jalen Brown emerged into like the number one like option for the the Celtics. And I've always been a Jalen Brown fan. Yep. I've yep. also be, also always been a Tatum fan. Like since high since he was in high school too. Um, but I've always liked Jalen Brown. I I, I like. I like them kind of equal. And I, you know, it kind of was sucked to, for them to have to break up because they are a good young pair, but. They should. Honestly, if I was the subject, I would keep them. You, oh, got, yeah. your, you got your young core. Why break yeah. it up? Yeah. But for the Rockets' standpoint, come mm-hmm. on. Give us one. <laughs> Just give us one. They don't want to the, the Tatum. Now, if they did the Tatum, that might be as stupid as the Bill O'Brien thing. Hey. <laughs> We'd be on the winning side of it. Though. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because Tatum's a monster. He's a different level. He's a different beast. Be nice with it. So, with the Rockets, just kind of just off the top, where do you think they're going to finish this season? Uh, if they keep Harden for the season, like like you thought, where do you think they end up? If they keep Harden, I, I think they're going to be a tough team to beat, honestly, bro. Like, once they figure out the defensive end, they'll be a tough team to beat. Um, and you got the Lakers, the Clippers, um, Nuggets. I'd say, I'd say they about fourth or fifth again. Weren't they like fourth or fifth this year? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say fourth or fifth pushing for one of those higher seeds. One of those higher seeds, you know. Yeah. And if I, I, and if, if 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 um if injuries happen to other teams, you know they could they could maybe get in one of the top two seeds. I could see that, man. I love the. I mean, we gotta stay healthy too. Yeah, we gotta stay healthy. I like JC on Tate, man. Hey, we might turn this mm-hmm. into a Christian Woods and JC on Tate uh, fan page podcast or something. You know, like I, I love the way they play, man. I. I'm I'm excited about the Rockets' future if we can get the right trade value from Harden. I think the trajectory of the franchise is going up because Christian Woods is like 25. Yeah, bro, and bro, he's, he's average, young. What is he averaging like 20 and and 15 probably? Something like that. And <laughs> bro, like, like he's only going to get. He ain't even mm-hmm. grown into his grown man body yet. Like I don't think so. Yeah. Ah, like. Oh my God! The longer he stays with Houston, he'll be around Olajuwon and just he already got a good post, man. <laughs> I'm about to watch. He's more and he, like 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 uh, old boy was saying, uh, Eric Gordon. He's more of a Anthony Davis type big man. Like he can bust, he can bust out the threes on you. He can hit the mid range. He can take you off the dribble from the mid range. Like he can. He had four blocks. I want to say last game. 
I, I seen him literally run the whole court and like, yeah. you know, he could take it the whole, he could dribble up the court if he wanted him to. Like, this dude is a unicorn. How did he go this far? That's what I'm saying. Like, how did he, <laughs> he's just a late bloomer. That's all it is, yeah. man. He's just, a, he was a late bloomer. He had to develop and get better, but, um, man. Yeah, bro. You get the right. He needs. See, LeBron. Hey, LeBron. Man, I was having a uh, a conversation with one of my boys. Man, he he's a uh, he lives in L.A. and he came out here the other day. Um, he's a big Heat fan, mm. and he was kind of um, he was saying, I don't know what you think, but he was he was like he was said he would take uh, AD over over Harden. Um. I was like, nah, bro. I think I'm taking Harden because, um, because AD was in New Orleans and he ain't never. I think he might have gotten past the first round. Yeah. Harden been to the Western Conference Finals twice. Like as much people hate on Harden and want to say stuff about him, bro. He has one. He just unfortunately had has to go against the one. You know, yeah, he has to go against the Golden State Warriors in their mm-hmm. in their prime of being like one of the. Best craziest teams good teams ever like yeah. yeah um and i'm just like anthony davis yeah he's 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 really good and obviously in the long run you take him over harden um but he, he, he when he's by himself in, in new orleans he didn't do anything nothing um you know what i mean and granted he didn't have as much help like they tried to get um cousins in there and they were doing good but it wasn't until he got with lebron he, he won a championship so you yeah. um I was just like, man, don't don't give me that. But then we were talking about Christian Wood, and I was just thinking, like, Christian Wood is – this ain't nothing to, like, overlook these first yeah. couple games. Like, like, for real. I don't see that production stopping. You know what and, I mean? And he wants to be great, too. Mm-hmm. Like, like he, he, he'll eventually be that – like, he can be a centerpiece eventually. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, probably in the near future. Yeah. So, Very near future. Whoever that was a brilliant move. I, love I think it. that was. I think that was. Uh, I'm sure. I, apparently, Rawls told me like they were looking to get him for a, a, a little minute. He was somebody, I guess, with the analytics was on their radar. But they like him. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. That was a brilliant. That's Raphael a Stone. Right there. Yeah, Raphael Stone. Mm, thank you. You already. Yeah, you doing perfect, Raphael. Mm-hmm. Already. I love it. Yeah. I, so we we talked about the Texans. We've talked about the Rockets. Oh, we didn't mention the breaking news though. What? Did you see it? Matt, Matt Schaub? Schaub is yeah. Hey man. <laughs> Matt Schaub hey is man. Tired, man. Texans. Hey, he was the Texans passing hey, leader bro. for a season before Deshaun yesterday. Just he like, was, bro. He had that so. record for a while. So shout, shout out, out to him, him. man. Shout I want to him. give all the love and respect to him. Yes. He. He gave us some our, 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 some some really good seasons, bro. Mm-hmm. Like he he made it okay to be a Texans fan, he did. bro. Like he did. He he put in work. Um, you know he he he. I think he overachieved for with us. So absolutely, absolutely. Hey, yeah, this is we will never slander Matt Schaub on this podcast. Oh, heck no, bro. This is a we we you know we definitely we've had some bad quarterback years. So any, yeah. We appreciate all the good quarterback play, um, mm-hmm. and he was the best before Watson. Watson, put, yeah, put on a jersey. So, 
I, I wish him the best in retirement. I hate how his uh, time in Houston ended. Basically, we ran him off. Um, <laughs> I wish yeah. him nothing but the best. Shot, man. man, he has some. We need. He, we need. He needs a monster. Somebody needs to make a montage for him. Yeah, moments where he's like uh, wiping the sweat off his eyebrows and fixing his his face mask. Man. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember all the little quirks he would do. Oh yeah, He'd pull on his, his his shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. He'd always wipe the eyebrows. When him and Andre got into it on the sideline, <laughs> you remember that? Mm-hmm. Oof. Andre's not a guy I would ever want to have an argument no, with. No, no. He seemed like he'd destroy your freaking face. Like, like, he wouldn't argue with you. Restructure your whole face. Just fight you. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. But yeah, man. Shout out, to, shout out to Matt Shop, man. Man, wish him the best in retirement, man. I wish we could have we could have got one for you, Shabby. Mm-hmm. But but I like I like that I like how you fit that in, man. Because mm-hmm. I, I did I got the notification. I was like, when should I say this? You know, when should I break this news? But that was mm-hmm. perfect. I appreciate you for doing that, Matt Shab. Thank you, man. But we since we have covered our Houston sports, now I guess it's time to get into the NFL playoffs. Okay, so the NFL playoffs. Let's do our predictions. You know, we don't have the NFL predictions, weekly predictions anymore. So now we're going to do the playoff predictions. (laughs) The playoff matches, matchups are set. Let me go ahead and pull them up so I can read them all. You know, there's going to be a game on Nickelodeon. Wow. Sunday, they're going to televise a game on Nickelodeon. So cool. So cool. All right. So this is the wild card round. I'm just going to name off all the teams. And then we'll, or all the games, and then we'll go and do the predictions. So the first game we got is the Colts-Buffalo. The second game on Saturday, we got the Rams in Seattle. And the third Saturday night game is the Buccaneers going into Washington. Sunday, we got some good ones. We got the Ravens going into Tennessee to try and get their revenge from the last playoff matchup last season. We got the Bears going into New Orleans. Good luck, Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> and then we got the Browns going into Pittsburgh to play again after they just played last week. So, Walker, let's start it off. I'll let you kick it off with this first matchup. We got the Colts going into Buffalo. How do you think this is going to go? This is this is Dayball versus Eberflus. This could be a Oh, man. This is going to be this, a future Texans you know? head coach battle. Come on now. Let's see. Like, like direct. This is definitely straight up uh, like whoever wins, yeah. it's the job. <laughs> yeah, so this is definitely a game to to to, to, to for Texans fans to watch, um, for sure. Oh, that's a that's that's a tough one, man. Um, I just I, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I think they got two two. And I even I can't believe I just I don't think I ever picked Buffalo. Maybe this would be the maybe this would be bad luck for them. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Buffalo. They have too many weapons. Man. Um, yeah, I think they just and it's at their home. It might snow, who knows? But um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take Buffalo. I agree with you on that. I think Buffalo has been a very consistent team all year. I just don't think Philip Rivers. I don't think the Colts' offense can hang with the Buffalo's offense. I think their defenses are pretty probably around the same. So we agree on that, Buffalo. So this next one, I'll choose this one. We got the Rams going into Seattle versus Russell Wilson. I'm going to be honest, man. 
I don't really trust Seattle. Hmm. I don't. But then I don't trust Jared Goff. So I don't know who to choose. Jared Goff? And, uh, and his, we don't even know if he's going to play. He got a exactly. thumb in Exactly. Exactly. So, man, I don't know who to choose. I'm going to go with the more established quarterback, I guess. Ah. I'll go Russell Wilson, man. I really don't know. That's a toss-up. So I'll go Seattle, man. I'll go Seattle with that game. I'd go either way. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm think I'm. I think I'm. A, I'm gonna go Seattle too. Um, just, just because they have Russell Wilson, man. He's a. Yeah. He's a. He's a playmaker. So that should be a good game. And that's the that's the midday game too. So oh, nice. The night game, though. However, this one could get interesting. The Buccaneers going into Washington. Who you got? That's the night game. Oh man! Night, Why would night. they put that one in the last one? Um. Oh my gosh! Buccaneers versus Washington. I, I don't even want to watch that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Tampa. Just why not? Whatever. I agree with you. Um, I just think it's not gonna be as easy as people think. Because mm-hmm. anytime Tampa goes up against a good front seven, he Tom Brady does bad, like real bad. So Washington. I don't think they're going to win, but I think the score might surprise <laughs> some people. So I'm going with Tampa as well. So this next game, the first Sunday game, we got the Ravens going into Tennessee. I'm going to mm. go. I'm going to go. <laughs> this one's going to I know. Fun. This is going to be a good weekend of football. Bruh, I want. Okay. I want the Ravens to win. I want Lamar Jackson to get a win in the playoffs. Get that kind of weight off his back. But I think Derrick Henry, bro, he just – nobody wants a piece of that. Mm-hmm. So especially want, this late in the season. Especially this late in the season. So I want the Ravens to win. But I got a feeling Tennessee's going to do it again. Who you got? Who you I think I'm going to go – I'm going to go Ravens. Just because last time they played, um, the Titans were, like, on their, on their logo and stomping. And they got beat. I think oh. that might come back to haunt them. Like, they're not going to forget about that. Um, it's really going to be – it's going to be a close game because they're kind of similar. They're both relying on running games to mm-hmm. and play action. Uh, I think the, the Ravens' defense is a little better. Um, so, you may be – Tannehill is so efficient. You might you might be – you might be able to get Lamar to give you one before Tannehill does. Mm-hmm. But – um, we dropped a pick in the end zone um, versus them, so who knows? We dropped a couple, right? I don't know, but uh, Tyrell Adams dropped one that would have ended it. <sighs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Ravens. I'll, I'll go with the Ravens. So, I like that. That will be a good one to revisit. And you That's going to be something. a good game. It's going to be a good game. I forgot that they got into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh, yeah, they got two. Oh, you know they're gonna run them storylines up. You know they're gonna run them storylines. And honestly, if I was a Ravens player, you gotta come out and have your coaches back because when he went and called out those players for being from when he called mm-hmm. out those Tennessee players, there wasn't a lot of Ravens players by him. I don't remember seeing any. So they let his their coach do that by himself. So they better have his back for this game. And they've been playing better. J.K. Dobbins has been doing his thing. So yep. that's going to be a good one. So next, I'll let you call this one. We got the Bears going into the N.O. Who you got? Uh, New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 
There's gotta be one. Drew unless B. some fluke, unless they lose off some fluke again, man. That would be some shit. Drew Brees yeah. ain't really looking like himself. I think Calvin or yeah, Alvin Kamara is coming back from COVID. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's good by the time the game. He's gonna be comes. fresh. So we'll see. It's gonna be good. Saints got a good defense. Mitchell Trubisky, baby. Chicago barely scraped in. Barely. Um, oh my god. Because Arizona lost, man. Oh, dude, you want to talk and about you, that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm ready, <laughs> man. Because you know we love. I'm a love hop forever. You know forever. I mean? Forever. But he definitely trolled the Texans a lot this year. A lot. Um, a lot. So it's just like, dang, dog, for you to for him to troll the way he did and just. Like he trolled on the eliminated picture when we got eliminated. Yes. And for him, like for them to get eliminated, it's just like, oh, man, that you you definitely uh come sit with us. Didn't know. Yeah, come sit come sit down with us, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you're sitting here with us too, man. So. And if you go um, to his comments, he's getting <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, because he was he been trolling the whole year, yeah. like the whole year since he got traded he's been trolling which is fine i don't care which is I, fine. i'm a hopkins fan I, i'm yeah. a big hopkins fan so he ain't trolling me he trolling the texans but mm-hmm. but he he been petty so it's just like that when you that petty man if you don't back it up every time you, you gonna have that egg on your face uh-huh and he got some so but you know it's all love it's all love i just i we've talked about it i just i there wasn't a lot of moral victories from this season <laughs> him not making the playoffs was one of them. <laughs> yeah, it Pretty wasn't even about him. It's not even about him more so. It's just Arizona thinking they could definitely get us. Mm-hmm. Like all them fans and and but yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to jump the gun on Kyler Murray, but he nice. Don't don't confuse this message. Mm-hmm. But he ain't Watson, bro. And DeAndre is about to find that out. I think he already has that it's not like mm-hmm. it's not going to be as easy <laughs> as it was the connection you had with with Watson well Watson yeah mm-hmm. and he was always tweeting Kyler Murray for MVP Kyler okay uh-huh. okay that's fine well I, I I bet you that Watson would win an MVP or will win an MVP before Kyler and I think we will go to the Super Bowl for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they're super subject, but we're about to be in one too. We are. <laughs> yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't <laughs> lying. You ain't lying. But so I'm glad you brought that up because it was a nice served humble pie. Yeah, man, it was a, it was a little made us made you feel a little better about you know? the season. <laughs> uh, just a little bit. <laughs> like at least, like y'all, at least. The Dolphins, y'all can take our third round pick. You can and, have yeah, it. And the Cardinals, yeah, the Cardinals, you can laugh at us for dipping us, but at least y'all didn't. At least y'all didn't make the playoffs after all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that shit y'all was talking. Mm-hmm. So, but now to the last game. Last game we got, we got the Browns going into Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go. Walker Pittsburgh ain't really been looking all that hot. Their defense is good. Yeah. But I think Cleveland might get it done again, man. You're going to go with the Cleveland upset, huh? I'm going Cleveland, man. Shout out to Figgy, man. I want to see Cleveland. Shout out to Figgy. I want to see Cleveland do it, man. I want to see him do it. 
Cleveland rocks. Cleveland <laughs> rocks. Ohio. <laughs> remember that freaking show? Uh-oh. That show called, bro. Uh-oh. What? You don't remember that show? Drew is it Drew Carey? He used to host. He hosts. Um, the guy who hosts. Um. Uh. uh is it a? Well, what's that freaking show, man? What? Uh, one Bob Barker. Whose line host. is it anyway? Is that the one? Yeah, he was on Whose Line Is It Anyway, but. What's that Jeopardy. show that comes on daytime? Oh man. Will of Fortune. Nope. Where they uh Price is right. Price, Price is, is right. right. He hosts Price is Right right now, right now. Yeah, bro, he said his own show. That was a theme song. Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. Cleveland Rocks. I think that's a real song. And then at the end of it, they're like, Ohio. Hmm. Yeah, man, look it up. I'll check that. Figgy, Figgy know what I'm talking about. If I if I seen the show, I'd probably be like, oh, I've seen that. Bro, how the F did Cleveland have a show before Houston? I'm just thinking about that right now. Come on now. Like a whole sitcom. You had San Francisco with the Family Matters, Chicago, I'm not Family Matters, Full House, Chicago with Family Matters. Um, What else? Obviously, New York always, and LA always got freaking Miami gets shows. Even Dallas had a show. How come Houston can't get no freaking sitcom? You gotta change that, man. Atlanta, we do, man. We need some some studios out here. Where's where, whoever the next Tyler Perry Houston is, man? Y'all need to change the game for us. Man, come on now. <laughs> you know how many jobs they would create? If they made a studio out here. I don't think it's nowhere for one. That's probably the issue. And I don't think it's a. I don't think pe- people don't want to film here because I think the weather too erratic. Perry. And I don't think the landscape. Like we don't have like the trees and the hills like Georgia, yeah, um, and all that LA and where else yeah, the scenery here ain't all. I mean, shoot, but even New Orleans be having shows filmed out there. Yeah, they could do something out here, but anyways. So yeah, you, man, you, I'm going Pittsburgh though. With that being said, <laughs> I'm going Pittsburgh. They barely, they barely beat Pittsburgh with Mason Rudolph, bro. Oh my and God. no, TJ Watt was playing. You ain't lying. Like, and they did just lose Olivier Vernon. Yeah. We'll see. We'll they gonna, see. I think they're going to I think they gonna blow Cleveland out, to be honest with you. hate to and, say it, but I man, think they're going to be blowing them out. Uh, I want to see Cleveland do well, bro. Just like Buffalo Bills. Like, we ain't never really had those teams do well in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, when we've been fans of football. So, I would like to see them do well. And then Cleveland for Figgy. Oh, my God. If they beat Pittsburgh, he'd be on cloud nine. They'd kind they of be beat out. Pittsburgh? Who would they Ooh. play? Uh, the Probably the Chiefs. Probably the Chiefs. No, wouldn't the Chiefs play the lowest seed? Who's the oh, lowest seed? Right. The Colts? Or... Yeah. I think, I think right now Pittsburgh and Buffalo are playing the two lowest seeds. So, who? Yeah. If, if Colts upset Buffalo, it'd be... It'd probably Pittsburgh, Buffalo, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we'll see. Don't be interested. I like this. I like this extra uh, playoff team, man. I you do, got, too. Because you got all these wild card games. I do, too. You got a whole weekend of just mm-hmm. good games, good matchup. Good, good. Man, that worked out perfectly with the teams that are playing each other. Mm-hmm. But that, we'll wrap that up. That is our... Uh, NFL playoff predictions. You know, we're done with the regular season, so 
the Texans have no part in this, so we don't end it with the Texans game of the week. So that's our playoffs. So I got another thing. Let me get my list out. Oh, Walker, holy hell. We are at our top five. Mm-hmm. This top five, I thought we had more topics, man. See, when we do it like the show like this, I ain't got my girl here. You know, <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't feel rushed or nothing, bro. This might be a three-hour yeah. episode when it's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into our top five. We always do a top five on the Beltway Boys. Episode 35, we are going to do the top five Texans we wish never left. Mm. So, Walker, I got my list ready. I know you got your list ready. Would you like to go first or me go first? I'll let you go first. All right. So I'll go ahead and get straight into it, man. No hesitation. Number five, I'm going to say Andre Johnson, man. I wish Andre Johnson, and with every pick, just kind of explain it a little bit. So with Andre Johnson, I wish he never left. I wish he retired here. He was our very first great Texan for our franchise. And I wish it would have ended that way as well. I know he's with the uh, franchise on and off now as a consultant, but I wish he would have retired a Texan. Him going to play for the Colts and Titans just never felt felt right. So that's my number five. Number four is A.J. Bouye. A.J. Bouye mm-hmm. was an undrafted free agent who developed with us, and we got him to basically his peak level of play only for us to let him walk and go to a division rival and have basically a Pro Bowl season and help that team get to the AFC Championship. We almost beat the Patriots Mm -hmm. in in Foxborough the year before we let him walk. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, the year, you know, after that we had like top defense. We had a great defense. Number one, it was definitely number two or three. And that was the thing. We had a good corner. We had DJ Reader, we had Clowney, you know, we had our young pieces. Merciless was playing good. Yeah. He was still in this his prime. <laughs> was still playing good. And I feel like we let AJ Bouye go because there was talks at the time of us possibly getting Romo. So we were really gonna, we were trying to make cap space for Romo. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I'm thinking we didn't re-sign him because we were trying to get Tony Romo. And I think even A.J. Bouye said that at the Super Bowl. Um, he went to the Super Bowl. I remember him answering questions and stuff. Wow, I never knew that. So I remember him saying, like, he wanted to return, but he talked to his agent. He didn't think that they were going to uh, get him back. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like if A.J. Bouye would have been here, I feel like our defense would have still kind of been on the, the good, kind of tiptoeing on great, you know. Um, and you just don't let homegrown talent leave, especially undrafted. You de- spend all those years developing and waiting for him to finally get to become that player. And then when he does, you yeah, let him bro. go. Like, that's, that's retarded. That so was... that was my number four. Number three is just Davian Clowney. Mm. There's really no reason to let him go. You just wanted to set a message or send a message basically to the team saying you weren't going to allow holdouts or something. Like, what was mm-hmm. what was the point? I mean, even Jadavion Clowney said he was going to come. You know, mm-hmm. when, Yeah, he was going to play the season. He was going to play the season. 
So you could have had Tunsil, Clown. I mean, we could have had still all this young talent. Listen, I love Jacob Martin, and I want him to succeed, but he ain't really blossomed yet. I mean, he shows mm-hmm. you flashes, and you get excited about him, but what is – I mean, the trade really hasn't worked out yet, especially since that third-round pick we got. We traded it for Gary and Conley, and he only paid mm-hmm. for us for a year. You know, so that's why um, when we were talking about wish lists, if we can get Clowney back, it'll make – it'll right the wrong of trading him in the first place. Yeah. Clowney's my number three. My number two is Hopkins. Now, maybe mm. on other people's list, it might be number one. I think I know where you're going. You might have the same yeah. rank, close to the same rankings, yeah. I think Hopkins was kind of really officially like the final nail in the coffin for this season, but really kind of the Bill Bryan era, you know, um, trading him and not getting any kind of real value back. It just it, – it showed up this season, you know. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Watson got his connection going with Cooks and kind of did his thing. But I think you need great players. You don't let them leave. And for nothing. For nothing. So that will never sit right. As a Texans fan, it will never. Ever. They, I don't know if they can ever make it right besides bringing them back. But. I don't see that happening without any real draft capital. So mm-hmm. shout out to the Texans. Thanks. And number one, this is where it all started to go downhill. Dwayne, yep. Dwayne Brown. Yep. Now listen, I love me some Larry Tunsil. He is the real deal Holyfield. Um, I just feel like we just gave up too much for him. But Too much. I, you With a quarterback like Watson, you need to make sure that he's protected. So – I think Larry Tunsil was a good pickup. Um, I just feel like if we would have still had Dwayne Brown and, you know, mended that relationship, you would have never even had to trade picks to get Tunsil, you know? And if, if you kept Dwayne Brown, we might be in a completely different position as a franchise. Unfortunately, we'd probably still have Dwayne, uh, Bill O'Brien, but uh, I feel like we would be better off as a franchise. We'd probably have our third overall pick or whatever number that would be. We'd, we'd be in a way better position. So yeah. I really feel like the moment we traded Dwayne Brown was kind of like slowly letting the air out of That was That the balloon, was the you – know? I, I was going to say that earlier. Like that was the pivotal position. Like that was the, the freaking butterfly effect right there. Yeah, really. And That's, that yeah. crumbled everything. And the reason Dwayne Brown – Left, I mean, he felt like he was wrong. He wanted a contract extension. He felt like he deserved it, and he did. And they basically told him no, and he felt like, well, you did it for J.J. Watt. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you doing it for me? And then there was kind of back and forth between him and Bob McNair that, you know, he felt uneasy about. Don't blame him. They should have made that right. The Texans were wrong for that. And yeah, that was that was my that was the one that uh, broke the camera. That was that was the one that set everything off, man. That was that was a match. That was man. Uh, so you you think we might have the similar one, huh? Yeah, I, I yeah I would say I would say I would agree with Andre. I'll ask my five too. Um, four. Who'd you have four? Four. I had AJ Bouye. AJ Bouye. Uh, 
And then three. I heard the clowning. See, I probably would still, I probably would have still traded Clowney because I wouldn't have. Um, but I would have, I would like him back. So yeah, I think I pretty much agree with all of them. I think, um, yeah, pretty much same list for me. Um, I, I probably would have put. I think maybe I would add, try to add Amico Ryan's on there. Mm. I think that's somebody. I think we wish we could have kept. He was, I know. Uh, we chose. He was one of our first great like uh, defensive players t- we had here. Bro, he was our leader. He was, mm-hmm. and we got rid of him. Ugh. Yeah, um, Dante Rob. Remember Dante Robinson? Yeah, he went off to Atlanta. Had a good career. Glover uh-huh. Quinn. We let Glover Quinn leave. Oh, that over that's, that's definitely, um That's definitely a one. Cause he Con- went out to. He went to Detroit. Had a really good career afterwards. Oh yeah, Connor Barwin. Really? I was going. I was going to mention him too. Connor Barwin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he went to. I think Eagles and won a championship, right? I don't think he won a championship, but he went. He went off. Uh, um, Chris Long was on the team with them when. Oh uh, yeah. You know what? They might have resigned him that year. They won. He just might not have been mm-hmm. a pivotal player for them. But damn. But yeah, it's it's been some it's been some some players. Andre, I think Andre is on the list just because you would have wished he finished the season, yeah. but um, you know his career with us the whole time, but. I, there were some players who we let go who, who definitely went off and flourished. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, um, pretty – yeah, so we, we pretty much agree on all those. But that that Durant Brown was the – you know, I think a lot of people probably thought we would have said Hopkins won. Yeah. But, no, nah, that, that Dwayne Brown was the one that, that's, that really set us back because it made us need a left tackle when mm-hmm. we – he's still playing when we right have now. One. I don't know when he's going to retire, but – that that you could have paid him for way less than what you're paying Tunsil now, you know what I mean? And he was he's a he's a really good left tackle. He he's not the best, but he's never been somebody you had to worry about. Nope. You know what I mean? Um, and he was home like you drafted him. Yeah, and you drafted him, and, and yeah, bro, he he would have been that star that stalwart left tackle. He probably would have made more pro honestly more Pro Bowls and all that. Yeah, um, just having Deshaun Watson. Um, raises his profile. Um, now you like now you have all your picks. You 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 can pay Hopkins. You probably can pay I. It, it, that that was just a butterfly effect of of so much yeah. wrong uh, of, of it, where everything went wrong, bro. Mm. He's still like I watch Seattle games. I'm like he's still freaking playing football, bro. Like at a high level. At I really let level. him go. <laughs> yeah, and, I really let him go. We could have drafted and, and, a tackle last year. He exactly, that's what I'm about him. to say. If it worst thing, worst thing comes worse, now you can groom a new left tackle. Um, but that, yeah, that was the one I wish Man. never happened. Man, mm-hmm. if 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 I was a GM, or I I probably feel like you would do it too. If we were GMs, we would never let our homegrown talent leave. Like, you don't do that. You don't let your own talent leave. You brought them here, you develop them, and then you let them. Yeah. Hmm. It's, 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 that's, that's not what winning teams do. Mm-mm. Winning franchises. But we ain't never been one of those, so. You ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah. 
Well, Siba Walker, that's episode 35, baby. You got anything to say on this new year? 2021, we out of 2020, man. We're looking ahead. Yeah, man, 2021, man. You don't even want to talk about 2020. Uh, man, that's going to be a year. This is going to that, – that year last year is going to be a year to tell your kids, bro. Whew. For a lot we of talk things, about, a lot yeah, of reasons. Talk about t- telling your kids stories. That's probably going to be one they ask about. Oh, yeah. You oh, live yeah. – really not even your kids, your grandkids. Mm-hmm. You live through 2020? What happened? Let me tell you. Yeah, sit down. This one this, this one you're going – Sit down for how much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make some cookies. Yeah, you, know? you sit there. I'll but, tell you. Mm-hmm. you know? Hey, did, yeah, man, did you get your stimulus already? Uh, yeah, I think I think I did. Yeah, I got mine on the first, and I went straight to rent, bro. Like all of oh, it. Oh yeah, <laughs> all of it. Same, yeah, bro. Heck yeah, effort. Shoot, I ain't yeah. bad effort. Hey, yeah, give me lessons. give whatever you want to get. Yeah, give me whatever. I seen can. somebody tweet. Your girl probably was on who retweeted this or liked it. Oh shit! But um, <laughs> some uh, some 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 of these, well, some politician was like two thousand two thousand dollar reoccurring checks until the pandemic was over, and I guess somebody quote tweeted and was like, "Y'all, y'all all talk. That's all y'all do is talk." But that would be nice. <laughs> 2000, like, in Canada, bro, they were doing that for them. Like, they were giving them the 1600 a month until everybody was kind of, like, back on their feet. I mean, or, you know, like, everything was kind of settled. Yeah. You know, they were giving them checks every month to live off. Because nice. this is a pandemic. This ain't no regular time. Like, and that's the people thing. can't work. Like, people can't yeah. even be out. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, Texas might not be hit as hard mm-hmm. as, like, these other states. And that's the thing. But... These other states didn't get hit. Like, they, they didn't feel the effects as early on because they weren't – the virus hadn't really gotten there yet. Now they are. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Now they're, like, realizing, like, oh, we're, yeah. we're, how are we going to make it? Like, we're not working and, you know, yeah. we're not – yeah, so it's, it's crazy. But 2020, we get out that thing now. So hopefully 2021 we get this little virus under control. It ain't a little virus, but you know what I mean. Hopefully we get this yeah. virus under control. And um, we all go back to normal, man. Everybody can live healthy lives. Here's a question for you. If you're the if you're the Dolphins GM, who's obviously a really good GM, do you um, – you got the third pick. I think – I don't know if we – no, we're talking about the Panthers doing this. But do you take a QB? I'll be honest, man. I don't believe in Tua. <laughs> I don't like Tua. I don't. I don't think he. I think he's a great story, but I don't think he's really that good of a QB. Am I wrong yeah. for thinking that? Am I wrong no, for believing I, that? I don't. I don't think you are, man. Because um, I'm. I'm just kind of looking at it now. I'm like maybe if Justin Fields is there for me, like if Jets somehow the Jets, if they don't want Justin Fields, I can see them trading. Like if a team wants a quarterback, trading. Um, but if I'm the Dolphins and Justin Fields is there, considering the defense that I have, um, oh. I don't know how much I don't know how much I'm into the Zach Wilson. I haven't okay. really watched him a lot, um, but his name people are people were putting him above Justin Fields, which I haven't. I I, I don't know if I do that. I'm not gonna do that, um, but I do yeah. like him. Yeah. So, you know, do you take a Zach Wilson over to him, maybe? 
because um, you got a you got a team in place to compete now. Like now it's it's you and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You know, Patriots. They got some. They got a lot of work to do. They need to find it. Are you the Patriots? Are you somebody who mortgages the farm? For the top pick, I don't know, man. That's just interesting to see what's going to happen with that. They could, I if if I was the GM for the Dolphins, I would just continue to build the best possible team. You know, you could get like we already talked about, maybe the best linebacker in the draft or best tackle in the draft. You know, you don't necessarily, you know, maybe have to draft a quarterback high. Maybe you could pick up mm-hmm. a vet, a veteran quarterback and he give you something. You know. Mm. Maybe oh, wow. get like a Matt Ryan um, or a Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford or um, – And just keep letting Tua sit. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how they feel about Tua, you know. Because uh, you – at this point, if if Tua looks like he's not very good, then why waste it's going to be hard these, to trade him. Yeah, it is going to be hard <laughs> to trade him. You're never going to get what – you know, uh-huh. you you paid for him pretty much in draft capital. So so is so if that's the case, do you just take that chance on on we have the Texans third round pick? We're playing with house money. Do we just draft a quarterback and 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 we play the odds of one of them gonna be good? Like one of them got to be good this high up. You know what mm. I mean? And just take that L with the other one. Mm. That's what uh, basically the Cardinals did the year with Josh Rosen. Exactly, yeah. So if, if And it's worked it, out for them. It has, but they felt really confident about Kyler Murray. Is there a quarterback yeah. they feel confident about? If the first, if Fields and Lawrence are the quarterbacks they like the most, well, you probably ain't going to get them. So yeah, you got to really like Zach Wilson. And if you don't, then maybe try and go after the veteran QB market, maybe. You know, Dwayne Haskins, maybe take a flyer on him. Nah, yeah. man. He, he ain't it. He ain't it. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's I, not. He's I, not I, right. I, he, he, maybe he can uh, be a good backup QB. I seen a video of him, and I, did, I didn't know this. You know, I, I supported him. I, I definitely fan <laughs> of his. Yeah, you were a big fan of his. His first NFL win, he didn't even get to take the final snap because he was taking pictures with fans. And he couldn't find his helmet or, like, couldn't get <laughs> to his helmet fast enough. So they got the backup to oh take the the knee to run out the clock. Like, that's embarrassing. Like, yeah, he, that he's just kind of shows you. I think he he's more in love with what being an NFL quarterback brings. The money, the yeah, family, I was watching the girls. His YouTube, I was watching his YouTube channel this summer. And I kind of got that impression of he's he's definitely into, like, himself trying to be the celebrity you know yeah well he, he's he you could tell he's very cocky oh yeah like he feels like i guess like a jamar i'm not mate you know i hate to say jamarcus russell but Oof. like he feels yeah <laughs> you know he feels like he he he's really good at playing qb that he doesn't have to study or put the, extra, the extra work in or mm-hmm. you know what i mean um but he was – I mean, he'd be working in the offseason doing QE drills and stuff. So, I think it's still – I think it's still hope for him, man. Um, we'll see. He just needs to be somewhere where he's a backup for a good minute and he's really learning from somebody who – who is ex- – like Josh Rosen with the books. Mm. He needs yeah. to go somewhere that, what, you know, Drew Brees are. 
Ryan, Matt Ryan, well, Matt Ryan's about to, you know, but he needs to see somebody doing it at a high level and how they prepare before, because he he um he has a lot of maturing to do. A lot of maturing, a lot maturing. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be interesting. This off is gonna be interesting because there's a lot mm-hmm. of teams that need quarterbacks, and like you already mentioned, next year ain't looking too hot. So mm-hmm. if you got Unless a guy somebody you want, comes out you of better nowhere, get him. Yeah. You better get him. Trey Lance is another name to look out for. Trey Lance. Yeah, he, he it's been quiet on him because he hasn't been playing, but he was a hot name at the beginning. Exactly, um, and he's a dual threat. He can do it all. He honestly, if you look he's at a, violence, he, yeah, he's one of those Herbert Allen type players. But yeah, I'm, this is going to sound crazy, but if you look at his highlights, he kind of looks like Patrick Mahomes on the football field, hmm. like the way he plays. I'm not saying he is Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying in a uniform, the way he runs, throws, kind of Patrick Mahomes esque. Maybe the Patriots. I saw mock draft. The Patriots will take him, and that's that's my thing. Okay, so if they get him, where's Cam Newton go? You know, Cam Newton, man. Hopefully, he, I just hope he can get him back up, bro. Because if not, he looking like he might be out of the NFL, man. I could see him going to Arizona and being the backup if they draft a young guy. I mean, not Arizona, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta. My bad, Atlanta. Go home, go home. Atlanta, Atlanta's at fourth. I think they're gonna have to trade to get that top to get a good QB. They're going to have to trade with Miami. Whoever mm-hmm. wants it, they're going to have to either the Jets are choosing to ride with Sam Donald, and they about to get the fucking firehouse sales for that second yeah. pick, or mm-hmm. or that Miami's third pick, they about to trade it and get a lot. That's what hurts even more, because that would have been us. Like We could have traded for somebody, let them get a QB and trade it down and got a receiver. Yeah. Devontae Smith. You know? <laughs> I know that hurts. That's just like, bro. How does how did how did they let this happen? How do you you can't trade your first round pick to a team and suck? That's the worst case scenario. Yeah, that's the worst. That's <laughs> and it's the not worst. the first time that's happened to us. Yeah, happened with the Browns. Yeah, right. Yeah, they, they got Denzel Ward. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, and man, he's but... been he's been a great corner for them. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Walker, we got a lot this offseason to look forward to. A lot to cover. It's gonna be it's gonna be unpredictable for us, really. We ain't gonna know when news is gonna break, when to expect I'm, hires and should be soon, man. Uh, it, the, these these coaches are gonna start getting jobs soon, man. You would think. So Arthur Smith is is looking like uh he's it's all he's Wanted by six teams for interviews right now. So, if uh, if Derrick Henry comes with them, then I'm be down for that. But if the, not, the thing of yeah, I, uh, the positives for Arthur Smith and Matt Eberflus is there's they're in our division, so that that's a big help for them. You yeah, know? and they plucked uh, Tennessee plucked variable from us, so mm-hmm. if we kind of pluck Smith from them. That'd be we'll see, we'll see. But Walker's episode thirty five. We're going to be dropping content when the content breaks. So mm-hmm. people just got to be ready for it. But we're in season three now. This is the off season. This is the off season, man. So episode 35, we out of here, people. Y'all like, subscribe, all that cute stuff. And till next time.
It starts with love. I don't know why It doesn't even matter how hard you try Keep that in mind I'm designed this rhyme to explain in due time Oh, I know Time is a valuable thing Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings Watch it count down to the end of the day The clock takes life away It's so unreal Didn't look out below Watch the time go right out the window Trying to hold on to didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you go I kept everything inside and even though I tried It all fell apart What it meant to me will eventually be a memory of a time I tried so We just need new energy. We just we need discipline. We need um, structure. Uh, we need a follower or a leader so we can follow that leader as, as players. Um, and that's what we need. And, you know, we got to have, you know, the love of just not just the game of football because that's what we do, but the love for people and the people in this organization. We all got to be on the same page. There's too many different mind. Um, and too many different ideas and too many people thinking that they have this power and, and it's not like that. You know, we need someone that stand tall and this is who we follow and this is the way it go. Like I said yesterday after the game and, and we're going to do it this way to win.